And welcome back to your weekly edition of the Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk anything and everything hockey. I am Ethan, followed by my wonderful co-host. Yeah! Hello there. Let's get it. Five months. Woo! Five months of this. Five months of dealing with you. Whatever the hell we want to call you, each other. You can call me. We're in the amalgamation of fuckery. Very good word to describe it. All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, recap round one because you know seven of the eight playoff series are already done, uh, not including obviously the Toronto Montreal series of that fuck fest. Uh, Steve Dangle will definitely go over it, or has already gone over <laughs> the first six games in this wonderful, wonderful outburst. Well, not really an outburst because he. He's right, but he's got uh, a point. Yeah, he, he's got a point. Yeah. Obviously, that's we, we just got done watching that game six rant in MAGA. That's probably the worst rant I've seen Steve Angle go on in quite a long time. Ever since maybe the, his Zamboni. The Zamboni driver incident, <laughs> <laughs> and before that, it was the, the Phil Kessel trade. All right, so let's jump into it. Obviously, uh, the one series in the North is still going on. Uh, game seven, May thirty first, seven p.m. in Toronto. Uh, let's jump over to the other series. Uh, obviously, Winnipeg sweeping the Oilers. Is that, I just want to call, like, did I call that or did I Yeah, that? no, yeah. you called that. Last you... week, it said, I think Winnipeg was already up two or three games to nothing. I think they might have already been up three to nothing because I think they were playing that Sunday or even that night. I had said, even the week before the before the series started, if McDavid and Dreisaitl don't have that connection... They are going to lose this series. And they don't have too much. They didn't and not, o- not only did they lose the series, but they got full-blown sweat. What, I think McDavid had two points in the whole series. Yeah. I think Dreisaitl yeah. had three points in the whole series. Yeah. Like, and I said, even when they were down three games to nothing, I said, if they don't find the rhythm, they are going to get swept. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. I, sorry, not sorry. From, from the beginning, I had Winnipeg taking that in seven. Because I said, all it takes is going to be one game for them to not have that chemistry. And they're going to choke. In every single game, they, they just didn't they have choked. it. They choked. Yeah. I, but again, I feel like that was just for the fact that, you know, and not to take anything out of Connor McDavid, obviously phenomenal player, future Hall of Famer, no questions asked. But I feel like maybe that was kind of his thought of, well, he's been to the cup playoffs before, hasn't the he? The playoffs, yes. Playoffs, not the finals. He hasn't made it out of the second round in his career, so. The r- rumors are that he requested a trade. I don't know how true those are. But the But then... You got to think, and I think we've briefly talked about this off, off show, but like, who could afford him? <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> really. He's no- asking what twelve million a year? Yeah, twelve million a year. Really, the only teams that can afford him is probably you know, one of the California teams if they give up one of their big names. You know, if they get Anaheim gives up like Gatslav or well, which they're not going to. No, just just based on age, I don't think well, that. What Edmonton about, wouldn't even accept that. They'd have to do, like, some of the young guys, for example, now, Josh Manson think, and a couple prospects. or you know. Now, here's my thought. Do you see him maybe going to to a team that needs Jesus a lot more? Say somebody like Columbus or, like, the Blue Coats or, dare I say, even Detroit. I don't... Because uh, I feel like those... Smaller teams where they don't have a lot of soup. I shouldn't say superstar players on them, but I feel like teams that have a lot more room for salary cap than certain other ones. Like he's obviously not going to go to Pittsburgh. He's not going to go to Washington because what about a, what about a team like Detroit? That's Wait. why I just him in Detroit. Could you see him possibly in Detroit? I don't. There, I know there's there's. Uh, it'd be. 
I feel like that would be really tight on salary if uh if it were because they already have guys like uh Dylan Larkin and Jacob Verona. And that's if can't, you also can't forget Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, yeah. Well, other, that de- that depends on if they lock Tyler Bertuzzi down for uh the expansion draft, which me personally I don't see them locking him in. I I don't see it. I see them locking Larkin down. I see them locking Verona, Luke Lindenning, um, maybe Bobby Ryan and Robbie Fabry. Just based on age, I don't think they would do Bobby Ryan. Yeah. He's getting old. He is mid-30s now. Well, I definitely see them locking Robbie Fabry in at least. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean... Even, but- could you know, Matt, I think we, we have definitely gone over this before, the idea of McDavid sharing a line with Bertuzzi. Or even go put him bumping down to the second line and share line with Verona now. Dude, it'd be it would be Glendenning, McDavid, and Verona. But uh, I can also see he want he's he's said he's proven that he wants to be on a team where he can show his leadership and be a leader. And Detroit honest, already Detroit already the team like Detroit already has a leader in Larkin. Yeah. But a team that doesn't really have a, a necessary leader, but there's not many. Well, that's why I even like brought Montreal up. Well, and that's Vancouver. why I even brought up a. Now, here's another question. I guess we could kind of piggyback off of the whole McDavid thing. Do you think he would go stay, try and stay in the North, or do you think he would maybe transfer to another division? That's a good question too. Because like, like see, go go to a struggling team. There's a lot. Well, and I can even th- imagine him seeing like going like to the blue coat, blue coats or something. That would be really interesting. It would to be see. very interesting to see him. We would not want him to be in our division. I have to play the dude fucking six times a year. <laughs> that would not be fun. But I'd say like the Blue Coats or even somebody like Carolina or or not Carolina, uh, Columbus. I'm sorry. Yeah. I could see him maybe going to Columbus and being a stud for Columbus yeah. for a while. But I. I don't know. This is going to be really interesting to see. And then you can definitely see McDavid wanting to go there now that Tortorella is out of there. You make hey, right. new coach, new player. John new Tortorella team. is the like tumor of the NHL. Yeah, I don't. I like, don't think he's going to get a job. At least no. not as a head coach anymore. No, no, God, no. I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. He can be, he can be the bench coach. Yeah. <laughs> or the water boy. <laughs> Here you go, Connor. You need some water? Yeah. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> All right, moving on to the rest of the series that have ended. Uh, moving to the West, uh, Vegas taking the series over the Minnesota Wild, 4-3. to three. I was so close on that. I was, yeah, I was so close on my prediction man, on that Min- Minnesota did make a good pushback. I, I they did awesome. I, yeah. I, this is another thing I said. I believe it said either way, this is going six or seven games at least. It was not going to be a short series. No. I, I In my final but, prediction, I think I originally had Vegas in seven, and I changed it to Minnesota taking it. When Minnesota won game six, I was like, holy shit, this could happen, this could happen, and then... Vegas fucking blew them out of water in Game Seven. So. But hey, I <clears throat> excuse me, I have to kind of tip my hat a little bit to Minnesota because they they were really they kind were, of an, they were an underdog team this year. Yeah, yeah. like no question. I said them and Florida. Kirill Kaprizov, without question, is going to get the Calder. I definitely think that. I don't think yeah, there's any any I, other rookies that came even close to what he was able to do. 
Um, well, speaking of Vegas, uh, another thing, uh, Mark Andre Fleury now move, has four career Game 7 wins, only trailing greats like Henry Glenquist, Marty Brodeur, Patrick Waugh, and Al, uh, Ed Belfour. Oh, wow. So wow. He, he's currently, well, technically third with that three-way tie, but, I mean, definitely making that, uh, an NHL record. Getting with up there with some of the greatest goalies of all time. Yeah, which is, I mean, congrats to the flower, so <laughs> yeah. definitely deserved. I, I know he didn't start uh, in tonight's Game 1 or game two, or is it game one? I think it's game one. Yeah, game one against the Avs, which now they're down down for nothing in game one. But uh, yeah, mm. st- stupid they didn't start a, a red hot hot flower. <laughs> but I mean, also in the West, uh, right. Colorado Avalanche sweeping the St. Louis Blues. No, did they sweep? Yeah, yeah they sweep. Okay. Yeah, so there there are two sweeps in the first. That, that one. That one was without. I one, knew that one wasn't going to be a long series. I think I had Colorado in five. I, I you Colorado. see, I actually, I think I had St. Louis in five. But you know, seeing how Nathan McKinnon's been playing, he's been unstoppable. The dude's on fire. Saint, I would personally, yeah. and I would personally love to see it. Uh, see the Avs make it to the Cup final. I would that's, absolutely. That's who I, have, yeah. I would I love have. to see I the have, Avs I have make it to the cup it, final. It's whoever can make it out of the Western Division and whoever can make it out of the Eastern Division will go all the way to the final. Oh yeah! By far, those are the two hardest divisions. T- yeah, toughest divisions to play in currently. Yeah. Easily, Cause, yeah. Because the Central's a joke, and there's not really much defense in the North. So, mm-hmm. that now don't get me wrong, the North has a lot of offensive firepower. But like you said, their defensive core just across the board is not there. It's invisible. Nobody in the West has a good decor. In ne- Toronto just in I think it was just not saying game lost Jake Muzzin, one of their only good defensemen they have left next to TJ Brody. And they they don't have a lot left behind <laughs> behind Matthews and Marner. Uh, and I think I made it very clear last episode on my feelings on Austin Matthews. But <laughs> if you want that, just go back to the next, last episode because. <laughs> We don't need to make this any longer than it's already going to be. <laughs> no. Although we're going to have some venting coming up here pretty soon, but we'll save that. Yeah. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the a pathetic Central Division. Not really pathetic, but the weaker Central. Uh, Carolina taking it over Nashville in six games. Uh, not surprising. No. 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 But the Preds actually did put up a fight. Like, put up a lot more of a fight than I thought. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that might have been the one that I had a sweep on. I think I had Carolina sweeping them. But, but the is that thing the is, series that went three overtimes in a row. Like, I think it was like two, yeah. four, 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 four game, consecutive overtimes. Yeah, games three through six were fi- uh, determined with extra time. Damn. Three and four in double, mm-hmm. and five and six like, were in single. Like, there was what, like twelve or thirteen overtimes in the first round. I saw. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just I was watching some of the Nashville Carolina series and just. Hecker Rene just looked kind of rough. Like he, I mean, I thought I thought they had Sorrows in for most of the series, didn't they? Uh, games one and two, Sorrows was in, but uh, three through six, Pekka was in. Yeah, he. I figured I was really hoping I was really kind of rooting for Pekka because he's another goalie that I really really admire and I really like mm-hmm. watching. But it, he was kind of rocky. And mm-hmm. throw back to the twenty seventeen Cup final against Pittsburgh, where he. If he if he did not have that rough game five, I could have seen Nashville taking that series and knocking the Penguins out, not not letting them get the back to back cups. But he just he had that one rough game and just yeah, he couldn't did. rebound in games. He had had an amazing game six too. Just had that well, one goal that snuck behind him. 
Well, and that's the thing with Pecorine, and that's something I've noticed over the years of watching him is that as long as he starts the season off with a full head of steam and is going balls to the wall, firewall in every freaking game, then the dude's almost unstoppable. Like, he is a brick wall goaltender, but the moment he chokes, he, like, instantly plummets off of that. He had, and yeah, he, no, he, he had a and rough he start to the, the season. He has the hardest time recovering from yeah. that. And a lot of it won't even be injury-related. It's all just mental game. Yeah. Like, his mental game is shockingly rough for a goaltender. Because yeah. you look at guys like Carey Price, who have had several injuries in their career, several big injuries in their career, and still will come back and play like the top-tier like, goaltender that they're supposed to be. So, I don't know. But I guess that could be because I think Pecorino is still pretty young. Oh, he's mid-30s. Really? No, yeah. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn, I I sworn he was like, late 20s. I'd say no older than, like, 32. Pecorino. 38. Holy oh, wow. shit. Yeah, born November 3rd, 1982. So he's... I didn't, I didn't realize Pekka Rene was that old. Yeah, dra- I drafted him in 04. Wait. So so that would mean that Pekka Rene is older than Henrik Lundqvist. No, Lundqvist is 40, I think. I thought Lundqvist was like 36. Or no, I'm thinking of uh, Corey Crawford. Crawford Thir- is 36. Uh, yeah, Lundqvist is 39. Okay. Okay. So still, he's a year younger than... Wow. Wow, I didn't realize Pekka Rene was that old. Oh. I thought, I thought he, that's why he, when he said that, I was like, what? Yeah, I, thought, of, I thought he was like, no word, maybe early 30s, not later. Yeah, what, again, he's one of the older starting goaltenders in the league. So. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's learned something new, I guess. All right, and then the uh, other Central Division matchup uh, with Tam- uh, Tampa versus Florida. Tampa taking it in six. What a fucking series. That was was awesome. It was a gritty series. It was very gritty. I really thought they were going to push that to seven, man, but... Tim came out in game six. Man. Can't forget, we talked about it last week. I'm still not over that game one, man. Best game of the playoffs so far, in my opinion. Yeah. It was yeah. insane. Because we're all, just all the amazing shots in that. We were, like, we were all impressed. Kucherov looked amazing in that game. And who was it on Florida that looked good? Huberto looked really good. Barkov looked really good. I think it was when Hornquist even had a good. I think it was a game three Hornquist looked really good in. Um, point Brandon Point had a couple good. Yeah. Definitely had a couple good games. I mean that yeah. that definitely series of the playoffs so far was. I think the best series so far was that one. Yeah, yeah. Depends, yeah. It all depends on how Game Seven goes with Montreal and Toronto. They might take the cake. It's, it's a really gritty Game Seven. I definitely think that oh, one. Oh, hopefully, Game Seven will make Steve Dingle lose his mind even more. <laughs> <laughs> I think definitely that one in the Vegas and Wild series. Will First yeah. round. Oh, we going back to that. We all know how Toronto does in Game Sevens, <laughs> blowing th- blowing four goal leads in the third period. <laughs> oh man, I I can't. I, in a way, I, I do hope I a forty-two year old Zamboni dropper. I want to see Steve, who works for them. I want to see Steve Dingle walk on camera and all of a sudden changes his profile picture to Montreal Canadiens and he walks back into frame with a Montreal Canadiens jersey on. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move to the East. Uh, the first series, which was kind of shocking, uh, Washington-Boston. Boston winning in five. I guess, you know. That was... I that, think I was the oddball out in that series. I think I was the only one that said Boston. No, I said Boston. Did you say Boston as well? 
I said Washington. So I, I had Boston in seven. I, yeah. I had them in seven. Washington. So. I think I had yo. I had Boston in six. I had Boston taking it in six. You were, you were the closest out of. But, but uh, no, I th- Tuca Tuca was on fire, dude. He was, yeah. And yeah, he was he was good because we all know how lethal Ovi's one timers can be when it's him and. Uh, Backstrom setting them up, or Oshi setting them up for the more nasty laser freaking one timers, and but o- Ovi didn't really do much in that no, series. He he, quite- he had one goal and maybe an assist, but that was yeah he he was injured for game one, wasn't he? Is he no, still out? no, no he so was, they got injured he in back. the end the end of that regular season. No, he was he he played the whole whole time. So maybe okay. I but, thought I remember him being out. No, he <laughs> I forget what he, he was on injury for. I can't remember. I'm thinking of um, John Tavares of Toronto. That's when they went down. Oh, game dude, one. we talked that, about it last week. That was brutal. Oh my god. And that's Toronto. They they they've still been capitalizing. They've been winning games for them. They they're they're well. Pushing. And I feel like that was something and kind of coining one of Bobo's phrases here. It lit the fire under their ass a little <laughs> bit, being like, you know, we're down one of our star players. And... Oh, well, if that's just what you got to do, and especially in a gritty and competitive sport like hockey is, it's one of those things where, especially in playoffs, when you're down one or two games to none, it's not that, oh, we'll win him, we'll win next game, we'll win next game. It's, oh, shit, it's, we're down two games to none, and we're going to their home. It's time to humiliate these guys. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, like when I played sports, well, I wrestled through high school, and we would go to a lot of tournaments that were in bigger schools. Bigger than our high, bigger than my high school, and I'd sit there and I'd be like, "Holy shit!" All right, hold on, I gotta take a phone call. Okay. Um, <laughs> e- either way, no, I, I was wrong. Uh, Ovechkin had two goals, two assists. Uh, both goals came in games two okay. and three on the power play. So, still, he he didn't really do much of anything. Pretty much yeah. fucking useless. So, and but, what did help is the fact their cap Washington's cap, um, goaltending was. Rough this season, yeah. yeah. Especially with I mean, was it Vanessic went down game one, or yeah, was with it with a grunt? Yeah, yeah. And then Samson yeah, not... came in. Game... He went down. Craig Anderson came in for a little bit and looked looked, I think, pretty good for not playing, not dressing for close yeah. to a year. Game, games one and two, he he looked he looked yeah. solid. I mean, one one and you know, in this this playoff season, but I mean, mm-hmm. really, it just goaltending sucks. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest. Heartbreak of them all for us. The New York Islanders taking down the Pittsburgh Penguins in six games. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Do we want to talk about Tristan Jarry? Do we want to say that? Because we might be here for a while. What Tristan garbage? <laughs> Fucking Swiss cheese. What had? Would have had better luck putting a traffic cone in that. <sighs> did he even play? Like, did he even try? He did. Hey, pro- honestly. Probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you because I really, and again, I know I've gushed all five months that we've been doing this about how much of a Detroit fan on there. I was really rooting for the Penguins to take the Islanders. I was, I was really praying to God that the Penguins took the Islanders, but they played a very surprisingly solid game. And for halfway through that game six, it looked like we were gonna push it to game seven back to Pittsburgh, and then you know, amazing. Tristan Jarry gave up three goals in a matter of less than three minutes. 
Two yeah. goals in 14 seconds, keep in mind, to put mm-hmm. us down. Yeah. Especially that terrible play he had in game five in and double game. overtime. I don't even want to talk about that either. <laughs> I'm still stressed as fuck about it. I was literally, Tristan Jarrett was going to be my next jersey. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have no comments to that. I, 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 I don't feel like getting kicked off the air just because of my uh, my <laughs> awful comments. So I got, I got no nice things to say about that man right now. So. I thought overall, like everyone else, like the defense and offense was fine. That, that, it's just Jari that, that was the problem. That top line didn't bruise at all. The uh, the line of Gensel, Sid, and yeah. Ross. Even, they, even Gensel just came out. I think it was either yesterday or today. Came out and said that he is very disappointed in himself for his performance in that series. Which I think is. And Tristan Jarry even came out and said that you know he he's he, he realizes that he sucked and that he messed up. And that he it's it, he can, but again, he's young. He could learn from it, and that's exactly well, what he said. Well, and that's a good thing, and that shows that he has heart for the game, though, because he's going to use. This was a big time loss for him, but has Tristan Jarry been to a cup fi- or cup playoff with the Penguins? The qualifiers he, last year, he played started one game. Yeah, he backed up. Um, Murray. not not Murray, but um, was it Zakoff back in 2016 yeah. when both Flurry and Murray were out? He Did backed he? up. Okay. Yeah, he backed up Zakoff games oh. one and two, and then when Murray came back in game three, he got bumped down to a, a Wilkes-Barre. Okay, but. It's, I'm going to go back to the question of what if. What if, you know, Casey DeSmith is healthy for the back half of that series? Would Pittsburgh have went to DeSmith for games, you know, four, five, and six? I think for yeah. sure would yeah. have. Easy. Because Vegas doesn't really have much, well, like, much well, experience. Back in that, that mid season when they were, when Jari was having his issues, DeSmith proved that he is number one, a number one goaltender caliber. Oh, yeah. He, had, he has he, the potential he to be was a number phenomenal. one goaltender. I was. Sure. I was very. I don't know about you guys being actually being Penguins fan, but I was very pleasantly surprised watching uh, Casey DeSmith play. He was for for a good majority of the season with DeSmith even being the backup. I'm pretty sure he had a better save percentage and goals against average than Tristan Jari did. Yeah, it's, that sounds right. At least a good majority of the season. Towards the end of the season, when Jari Jari was playing very well in the second half of that season. Well, and I think that's why they. They, they kept to, with him. That's why they kept with him because they figured that he would keep that same momentum going into the cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. And no. game game one, he looked like absolute shit. Game two and three, he looked a lot better. Then game four, games four to six was just a shit show. But and, then that makes you wonder: was it like I said, where it was just kind of the mental thing of he got two game two good games under his belt and he got kind of cocky in his own mind and was like, "I got this. This is going to be the shit. I'm fucking." <laughs> And, and going back, like, if the Smith is healthy, I wonder if, like, that little bit the fire under his house, like, okay, well, he might come in, and he might, you know, steal the starting job away from me during these playoffs, and I won't be able to get back in. Like, like the whole Murray-Flurry thing. Like, Murray got momentum that round one when he came in, and Flurry didn't really see much much ice time after that. Yeah. So, gotta got go back to the what-if question. Yeah, but... Sometimes the what if question is the only thing that only question that you can ask. Yeah. What if what if the Smith is healthy? What if we had another NHL starting caliber goaltender? On in their lineup. Kind of going what we were saying with Casey Smith and Jari in this this um regular well this season. Um like Jari had a two 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 point seven five um 
goals against and he had a point nine zero nine save percentage and then Casey DeSmith had a um two point five four goal against and a point nine one two save yeah. save percentage. Was it in game six or yeah, game six had nineteen shots against and saved fourteen of them for Tristan Jerry but I, I'm okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Before. Right, yeah. that, let's move on uh, to round two. Obviously, with the North Division, the uh, Toronto Montreal still going to seven. That that series is not set as of yet. Obviously, we'll change. You know, after this recording is dropped, which we'll go over next in next week's episode. But uh, we'll move on to the West. The uh, the the big battle, Colorado and Vegas. Currently, game uh, currently is playing game one as we record. Uh, live in the second period. Yeah, second period. Almost said second quarter. I heard that. <laughs> no, I I was gonna say second intermission, but it's oh. A, oh. yeah. I, I see they're currently live. Colorado's actually up five to one in their game. Wow. Oh. So that's game one, correct? Game Colorado, one. I guess yeah. Game one. So I I think Colorado's so, gonna still, take it. From I still see. Now that we have the second round confirmed. Let's go through and see who do we think are going to win the second round series. I think Colorado's going to take that one. I hold, hold on. Which goaltender for Vegas do you have net? Do you have the Red Hot Flurry or do you have the, the Cole Leonard jumping into net for Vegas? Because uh, if, if you have Flurry, who's obviously proven himself in you know the first five games of the first round series, Vegas has got it all the way. Whereas if Leonard's going to be you know playing it the way he is, Colorado easy. I was going to say, I'd let Leonard play one or two games just to see how he does. I mean, maybe, that's maybe... the thing. It's a playoff. It's not one of those things where you say, oh, let's see how he does. It's well, who do you trust the only, more? The only reason, Put I'm, him in the only reason I'm saying that is because, you know, Leonard and Flurry are both phenomenal goalies. And if you put Leonard in, you know, it might be one of those things where he might get his shit together and say, we're in the second round of the playoffs. I'm going to win this game. And if he can have that self-esteem and that confidence, I think they can win it. I'm going to take Vegas over Minnesota. Or I'm going to take Vegas over uh, Colorado, Colorado. I think and I'm going to go. I'm going to go six games. I still. Th- I think. I still. I still think Colorado with the way they play in that first round, man. I just, honestly, now with them playing such a much more high-caliber team in Vegas, I see Colorado taking it in seven. I th- I can see Colorado. I'm still I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still gonna go Colorado in five. Like, um, I don't. I I gotta agree with uh, Ethan in Game Seven. Like they're gonna go seven, or depending on which goaltender you see. It's just I. This is probably I, the, the toughest I, one yeah. of the playoffs so far. Yeah, I I don't. Again, debatably it, the two. I think they are the two best who's starting teams goal in the for Colorado is Grubauer, which Grubauer has been hot hot for oh, Colorado. Yeah, yeah he's season. he's been amazing. So, it, so do you think that? Because, say, each team knows that they're big star goaltenders in Marc-Andre Fleury for Vegas and Phil Grubauer for Colorado. Do you think that they're going to run red-hot goaltender next to red-hot goaltender? You're going to have yeah, to because it's, it's the playoffs and you have like, you know, like We just announced like, this isn't a thing, a situation where you just put one in and you're like, oh, let's see how he does. So if you put him in for one game just to see how he does... He loses one or two games, and boom, you're already down two games and nothing. Right. So there, it's like, who who do you have more trust in? Who do you have more faith in? I think... Which, in Vegas' standpoint, I think they should, if they're smart, would go with the person that has more playoff experience in Marc-Andre Fleury. 
Uh, obviously, it's shown. It's shown tonight because with men are starting, they're already they're already in a. Oh, fucking men are hole. started tonight. Yeah, men are started okay. tonight. They're already in a hole. Down you know? five games or five games to nothing. Yeah, five to one in game one. That's five two now. Five two now. But but still, regardless of of you know who starts, oh, regardless of tonight's score, you you have to go back to to Flurry with how six with one. six one. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you you have to go back to Flurry for game two. You have to trust that he's going to do his thing. No, game is two and on. Uh, yeah, kind of going agreeing with Colin and Ethan. I, it's going to be um, Colorado and seven. So it's going to be. Uh, it's it's that that's going to be a, a a tough series to go for. All right, moving on uh, to the Central, Carolina hosting Tampa Bay. Right now, Tampa's up one nothing in their series. Did we go over the other Western series? It's only one. Cause the other one oh, yeah, hasn't been right. decided. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. My, my mind farted on that one. Yeah, I heard <laughs> so, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Tampa's up one nothing, One game, one in Carolina. Two to one. Um, another one where the the stars for Carolina needs to step up against a star-studded Tampa team. Because they're, they're tough. Especially if, they keep, if you know, Kutrov stays healthy. If Stammer stays healthy. If they're you know all star def- uh, defensive core is able to do their thing, so it's yeah. It, I got I, you know I, I got Tampa and six for this I, again. I, I as much as I respect Carolina, I respect their their young, driven core. I, I got to go with the experienced Tampa in yeah. this one. I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Colin on that one and say Tampa and six. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna be it's gonna be tough because I, I feel like as much as sorry no, I didn't I, mean to cut you off no as much as I'd personally really love to see Carolina go to the cup finals because I feel like they've really proved themselves this season and they deserve to at least have a good cup run uh like Colin said it's just experience based off a little bit at this point you know because you're going up you got a really young team going up against veterans like uh Steve Stamkos, Andre Victor Hedman, Andre Vasilevsky, uh, Nikita Kucherov, and and with the pretty much the same core who won the Cup last year in Tampa. I mean, they they're gonna know what to do in these situations. They're oh yeah, they're not gonna crumble. Now that makes you wonder. Say, Carolina does somehow make it to the to uh, third round. Third round. Do you see them making it out of? They, they're they're definitely gonna push. They're gonna they, push, but I definitely think they're gonna fall short. If say they manage to get past Tampa in this second round, I feel like they can push it to maybe six, six or seven. I was gonna say like five. Oh, I, I'm That's... I'm thinking if they go because if they make it past Tampa, obviously they're gonna have a. A, a ton of momentum because like holy shit we just we just knocked out the defending Stanley Cup champions and a, a solid team in Tampa they're gonna carry that all the way to six or seven in the third round regardless of who they face. Now this is this is tough because this is as of right now pending on what happens in the Montreal Toronto series. The Central is the only division I got perfectly correct in my bracket. Not perfectly, <laughs> not the games and everything, but I had Carolina and Tampa Bay in the second round. And in my bracket, I had Carolina moving on. I'm going to stick with it. I think Carolina is going to take this in seven. 
It's going to be a barn burner. It really is. I don't know. Well, it, that one's going to be kind of... I think it's going to be a very similar situation to what the Edmonton-Winnipeg series was. All it's going to take is Vasilevsky to have one game that it, that he just can't make a save. But I, well, the thing the is, only, is, the only thing I'd, I would disagree with you on there is I think goaltenders are, you know, their gears in their mind are a little different than players. It's one of those things where if you go, um, if he goes, if he gets shut out or he gets, you know, he loses in a shutout, you know what his next game's going to be? I'm going to stop every fucking fuck you shoot at me. Yeah. And that's just their mindset. That's literally how their mindsets are. And that's every athlete that I know. If they lose a game dramatically or they lose in a bad loss, they're next time they're like, next time I see you, I'm kicking your ass. Well, and as if your name's Tristan Jari, then that's a <laughs> next, uh, next update. Uh, according to NHL.com, it, there is the end of the second for the Colorado-Vegas game. Colorado is up 6-1. At the, at the end of the second. Still the end of the second. Oh, man. That's wrong. Yeah, I might change mine then if the Vegas. <laughs> I want to see how like game two goes because if Vegas wins game two, it might be a burn burner. If they don't, then I'm gonna go <coughs> uh, Avs and five. I'm kind of a lot of these series. It's not that I don't like predicting. It's I always cut. It normally depends on game two how the series goes because if they lose game two, then typically they lose game three and maybe game five. But if they win game two, they're kind of back in it. It evens the scoreboard. It, it'd also be nice how Vegas would respond in a home ice, considering yeah. you know they're currently in Colorado, mm-hmm. and Vegas stereotypically Vegas does pretty pretty damn well on mm-hmm. home ice. Yeah. So, again, no momentum on home ice, and if you have you know the right goaltender starting or yeah. the goalie being in the right mindset. Yes, sticking with this Carolina Tampa. I even though I'm wearing a Stamkos shirt right now, Ethan, we're meeting Ethan are matching, but he's got a jersey. But anyway. I, I'm gonna go again. I'm, I'm gonna be the oddball out and say Carolina in seven. It's gonna be like it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be gritty. Oh, there. Oh, it's gonna be gritty, no doubt. But as I, as me and Colin kind of stated, the only thing that Carolina lacks as is, far as facing Tampa is playoff experience. Not only just experience overall, because they're still a very very young team. They just don't have the overall experience, let alone playoff experience, going against some of these veteran teams, like, uh, like in even into Vegas or now with their current series in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That's gonna it. Like you said, it's gonna be a barn burner regardless. But I still think Vegas or yeah, Vegas, uh, Tampa's gonna take it. I still think Tampa's gonna take it. That's kind of how I am. It's gonna be a good series. Um, but I think Tampa's going to win it in six. Yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen, but just something tells me that the way Carolina played in that first round, the way they played for a good majority of the regular season, like, they won it. They won it this year. They're going to push, and they're going to fight every last second, every last buck drop. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be a good series either way. Oh, yeah, very good. All right, and then the last series, uh, the Eastern, Eastern Division... Uh, number three, Boston, is up one nothing over the number four, four New York Islanders. Number four? Yeah, number four. Number four. Uh, where Boston won 5-2 to two in game one in Boston. In Boston. I st- Man, that's another one that's going to be kind of tough because, you know, the Islanders have, in my opinion, never really been a team to stand out. 
too much as far as like even going into the first round of the playoffs. But they, 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 they but they knock, but they managed to knock out the Penguins. They, they, but, but they had a good push last year. Maybe. Making all their way to the cup, uh, not the cup, the conference finals, and losing to Tampa Bay. So the, the eventual Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. yeah so this, like, the only reason I want to say the Islanders is, I the only reason I would want them to go all the way and win it is that way we as us Penguins fans can say that we lost to the Stanley Cup champions yet again. And I, I don't want another. We lost to the champions in eighteen when Washington went on to win. We lost to the champions back in fifteen. Eighteen. No, eight, not eight, or eighteen. That's what I said. Yeah, eighteen we, when we lost to Washington. Well, about to thirteen. Is that the year Boston won? Or is that the year that Chicago beat them? That's the year Chicago beat them. Okay. I think, and as much as I really, really hate to say it, but I really think that Boston is going to take it in. I'm going to say Boston in six. As, I, as, as much as I said, as much as I want to say that I want to see the Islanders go, just to say that we lost the Actually, Champions. no, no. I think, I think the Islanders can push it to game seven. I think. But do you still, still have Boston coming out on top? Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to you. I'm going to say Boston in six. I'm going to have Boston in five. I mean, if, if Ilya Sorokin plays as, as fucking phenomenal as he did in round one, there's no, the Islanders are going to take that in five. But... Can he continue that momentum and play that well? I can easily see the Islanders with the series easily winning at least one in New York. Back, yeah, it's gonna be. But Boston, they're gonna struggle. Kind of looking at what with their first game already. For me, I think it just depends on which side of me you ask. Because if you're gonna ask the bias side of me, I don't want another Boston team winning a Santa Cup champ, uh, another championship. You know, because. Fuck the Patriots. But if you ask the logical side, I'm Boston. Because they, they do have that, you know, a full line. So it's like, are of, you going just bias versus logical. reality? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Biased, I want New York to win all the way. But yeah, for sure. logical, like, logically, well, and I want, uh, I, I can see Boston taking it in the Well, and here's, here's my opinion. And I don't know if you guys will agree or disagree with it, but I'm going to fucking roll with it. So, we all know the big trade with Zdeno Chara going to Washington. I feel like after they put that C on Patrice Bergeron, it's almost like Boston's a completely different team. Yeah. Because... He, he definitely showed the season that he deserves that C. Oh, with that... phenomenal this season. Oh my god, the dude was on fire. I... I, I do not like Boston, but two we, of, we know <laughs> two of We've my, learned. <laughs> but two of my favorite players in the league come from Boston in David Char- David Pasternak and Charlie McAvoy. Right? No, and Patty Bergeron. Patty, Patty uh, Bergeron. Uh, I, don't, I was expecting I don't know to go was, Tuca. I, I mean, Tuca's it. a Tuca's a great goalie, but there are other goalies that I think far surpass him. Oh yeah, no, no question. So. But I, and I'm not taking any. I'm not trying to take the piss out of Tuka Rask, but as I said, there are just other goalies that I think do it a lot better than him. That there 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 have been memes that have scored across on on social media of Zidane Char like hit on his face when he realizes like, oh shit, I messed up. I left Boston to go to Washington to win another cup, and I lost to my former team. <laughs> He's just sitting there like. <laughs> Oh, dude, that had to be the biggest kick in the fucking nuts for him. 
like that. Like, I just left these guys. What the fuck? But I think... Yeah, ultimately, and Boston and six. Yeah. Boston as much as I don't want to see it, I mm-hmm. don't want to see Boston. I mean, I have nothing... Going changing the subject, Boston. I have no nothing against the Red Sox. I don't follow basketball. I don't know. How, I don't know what the Celtics do or how good they are. We all, everybody, fucking hates the Patriots. If you're not a Patriots fan, like we all know that. <laughs> but you know, just nothing against the city of Boston. It's just, it's just they've won so much, and they I can see them winning more and going on to the third round here. And I feel like even though yeah, Zdeno Char is an older guy, and he spent his the first what, 14, 15 years of his career with Boston? Dra- uh, drafted in 97, I think. Holy shit. Well, he was drafted by Ottawa, and then he was traded to Boston after his first year, uh, first season. I don't think he dressed for Ottawa, ever. I don't think he ever he, did. He, no, he, 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 he was drafted by yeah, Ottawa. Drafted by Ottawa, but yeah, then I, he never traded, traded as him. a prospect to Boston. And then yeah, paid, his first, through them. paid his first season in AHL under their... Uh, HL affiliate. I don't. I don't remember at the time what the name was. I think it was, was still the Providence Providence Bruins. No, might, for, might for, o- for Ottawa. Oh, for Ottawa. For yeah, Ottawa. No, yeah. no clue. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, Again, I, I nobody affiliate for to a nobody team, pretty much. Yeah. Definitely, I think it was the best move that Boston made this year with putting the C on um, Patty. Like no questions asked. Yeah. He well well deserved captaincy. And he and you know what he. Does group. well with it. Oh, like, yeah. and as much as I fucking hate to admit, you know, admit that the Bruins feel like I mean, that, that they're probably, good. They're, like, good. they're good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like after they've, and I feel like even after they got rid of Zdeno Chara, they, they they just got better. Yeah, like they've always been that one team in the East that's real really been a problem. Like just as far as winning games against them. Yeah. Um. I mean. Uh, Charlie McAvoy has definitely proven his worth, but yeah, it's it's good. All right, coming out with a new little topic. We're going to try to do this every week now. It's I will take credit for the idea. I'm sorry, I'm going to. But we're going to start doing an interesting fact of the week. I was watching a YouTube video and I saw this and I had to share it with these guys. Colin, I said Colin might be the only one that might be able to guess where I'm going to go with this if I give him one name, Nathan Horton. Something in Boston or Boston, and or the his neck injury versus uh, Vancouver in the 2011 playoffs. Mm, you're right on him in, in an injury. So this goes all the way back to 2011 when he was with Columbus. Oh, I forgot he was with Columbus. A game played on March 10th. That is the game that Rich Peverly went down in a cardiac arrest. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that's probably went down with the cardiac arrest. Wasn't he on the bench with that? And he, yeah. He yeah. just dropped. They, Nathan Horton scored the only goal in that game for Columbus, one to nothing, right off. It was like right off the bat. Um, I think they only got through maybe like the first period. Yeah. Was, you know, it says right here, even though the halt play was halted midway through the third, first period on March 10th. Um, yes, I believe it was 2011 or to seven years ago. Maybe it was 2014 then. Yeah, whenever Nathan Horton was still with, uh, but yeah, Nathan Horton is the only player in history to score a goal in a game that he did not play in. Because this game was postponed all the way back until April 9th. And between March 10th and April 9th, Nathan Horton suffered an injury himself and didn't play the continued game on April 9th. 
They started the game with Columbus up one to nothing from the goal that Nathan Horton scored back on March 10th. So he didn't even play this game on April 9th and got credited for a goal in a game that he didn't even step foot onto the ice. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Only player in NHL history to do That's that. Hold on. Me, give me some time to process this. <laughs> what? I, I saw that know. and I was like, wait, I was like, hold on. I had to rewind. Wow. I was like, wait, did I hear that right? And I'm like, wait a second. But yeah, I thought that was interesting as hell, and I, I had to share it. It just gave me the idea we should start doing these interesting facts that could blow all of our minds, and I definitely successed on the first the first go here. <laughs> that, oh, that's crazy. Oh. <laughs> I kind of got lost there. I'm like, eh? huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, long story short, Columbus went on to win that game 3-1 to one to clinch their second playoff berth in franchise history. And it says, even though, although Horton was was ended up not being ready for game one of that playoff series. So yeah, got injured, got credit for a goal that he didn't, and for a game that he didn't even play in. So I'm trying to process that. <laughs> like, I don't, even, I don't even think he was, I, think, I don't even think he was sitting on the bench. But he, was, he was injured, obviously, and did, didn't even step foot into the arena, or on, onto the ice, and gets credit for a goal. <laughs> All right, and that will wrap up week 20 of the Buckbusters podcast. Um, so, a uh, little backstory. Uh, this season, obviously, this offseason, we'll be kind of discussing where we'll go from here, where we're going to post, whether, no, we're, we're going to take a step off of Spreaker and go to places like Apple, Spot, uh, Apple Play, Spotify, podcast, I whatever. radio, something. Yeah, so uh, comment down below if you'd like to see the Buckbusters take the next step into a bigger, more successful podcasting or music playlist so comment below if you'd like to see like if you prefer to see us in one or the other or all three or whatever and comment on our facebook page tweet us at the buckbusters anything to uh to see your point of view on why like where you'd like to see us so and if you're not already following us come on, on all those social medias what the fuck are you doing it's been it's, it's, it's been five months now come on y'all must be really freaking lazy you know <laughs> five months now guys come on all right Thanks, guys! Yeah! See ya!